going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, 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 what it do, my people? We're back again with another episode of the Bar Bar podcast. And as my good friend Kenna likes to say, we are now getting to the business end of the season. What are you man saying? What's good? Uh, out here, man. Business in the w, bro. In the W, bro. We're, we're enjoying up here. I would say we're doing this business meeting from the Dub Hotel, aren't we? Yeah, mm. Come on, come ah, on. I see what's going on. <laughs> I see what's going on. <laughs> For the listeners, we've got um, a small selection of the Var Bar Boys today. Um, it's myself, Kenna, Drew and YZ. Um, yeah, and as Jake was just saying there, all our teams got the W this weekend. Um the United boys, shush, uh, we, we, we'll get to them. People told me they're stuck in traffic, but yeah. <laughs> they, they, they the traffic is trafficking, in it? Well, I plan is tapping differently. But hey, let's go straight into it, man. As we all know, the biggest game of the weekend was the um, Manchester derby. Um, coming into this game, we all know the history, boys. United actually have the number on City, and I'm pretty sure I saw the last three games at the Etihad United have left with three points, which I found so mad. And also... Um, they haven't caught an L since 2018, innit? Bro, yeah. That mm. Ole. That Ole. If only we would still there, eh? If yeah. only, man. It's looking like that still. Um, but also, on United as well, I don't know if you also saw that record since 2020, was it? Um, they've only lost two away games. So... Um, you know, you, that's actually quite mad to think. And the position they're in, obviously, they get a lot of draws. But yeah, just 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 on the city one, we obviously thought, yeah, it's an everyone city. The record was going to be ended, and it was ended. Um, city came out four one winners. I mean, I don't know about you boys, but I thought it could have been a lot more. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I was just saying, Drew, before we came on, I literally just saw the stats. So for the second half. Um, United had 21% possession, didn't have a single shot to City's, what, 79% possession, about 14. Like, it was just, they didn't look bothered. They... Uh, Jake, I tuned in in like the last 15 minutes and a crazy start came up of like whatever, the last 10, 15 minutes was like 92% possession City. Like, what's yeah. that? And literally, like every time they got the ball, they just immediately gave it away because they hadn't had it for so long. They just weren't used to doing anything with it like Rashford would intercept and would just run into an alleyway nowhere to go it was like nothing showed the golf in those teams quite like that game where City were playing out from the back they'd pl- pass it about for 30 seconds and then they'd find that out pass and they were gone and it was just straight at United it was yeah that was a 3-1 bloodbath I think that's the easiest way to put it. It was four one, wasn't it? Four one, Jake. Oh, was it four one? Of course it was. Yeah, God. Yeah. If it got that Mara's one, that definitely. the De Gea header, the De Gea header. Yeah. Top <laughs> nah, that's cheeky, bro. What the hell? <laughs> not even Dave. Not even Dave could save the day, man. Um, it was like Kenno. I think we said sloppy United, and you and you said yourself, you're gonna you're gonna use this um phrase for the rest of the season with United because. Even even the first goal, I think, was it, oh the second goal when Phil, uh, Phil Foden knew just scored one of the goals of the season. Um, just yeah. the reaction from Maguire, and I think Andy, you you then first said um, it was Ingala, but um, I feel maybe yeah Maguire, started with him, started yeah, with but, him, innit? Yeah, when when the ball got saved by Dave Maguire, just like let the ball go back into he like he dummied it, thinking he was going to score an on goal probably. Yeah, but, that looked bookie. I'm Never gonna lie, foot for it and, and and send it for a corner, but boy. It's just defensively so poor. Um, it, you know, I, I I just don't get it with United, but they they they, they do end up picking up results. But now they they they're, they're slipping. I think I think this season has just unraveled everything that I've been preaching last season about this United team. I don't know if you guys remember. There's one particular. They had many games like this, but there was one particular game that always stands out to me last season, and that was the Southampton away game. I don't know. I don't know if you guys remember that game where Southampton was leading the game with two 0 First half, they were they literally blew them away. But United where, eventually. Where they should have been like four 0 up in it. Literally that game, but United yeah. United came back and won the game three two. 
as per that game showed me that United they are not lit whatsoever. Like they it's it's not a team that we're seeing at all. Even with these players that have coming in in the summer, me and Kenner were still like, okay, fair enough. But you're not at least better than us, let alone Chelsea or Liverpool. Oh, sorry, Chelsea or City. Obviously, them man were like, yeah, we are. We've got a better squad. You ain't got a squad. We've got this. We've got that. You ain't got nothing, man. And today it showed the golf of class, like uh, like Jake said between the two teams. United couldn't match City for nothing. Even if you look at McTominay, McTominay was probably the worst player on the pitch on a footballing level, on a technical level, on a brain, on an everything level. He was probably the worst, worst Donny there. He could have been playing for Watford and we wouldn't even bat an eyelid. This United, bro, this United team, they are not good. And I'm looking at Arsenal and their last couple of performances and, and even teams like Wolves, even to a point, Spurs play play better football than this United team. This United team, they yeah. rely on moments. They rely on their big players. Uh, Ronaldo has not been showing up since December, and now we're seeing now we're seeing the real United. Now we're seeing what what hey, they're hey, made of. You're, talk, you're talking gospel right now, and um, we just want to. True. How about how about objectives, bro? Like you <laughs> might are telling me top top. Nah, four, but the, the, the thing is, the title. That's what Bro, you man are telling me. That's that, what you man are telling me. I know, but the thing is, that would be the that that was their objective, and that would probably be their objective for next season as well. That's nothing to do with what we think. That's nothing to do with um what what's realistic. It's more to do with the stature of the club and where they want to be. That, that nah, that's going to be the objective. No, nah, but you have to think critically, right? That's what critical thinking is about. Looking at what you're seeing plus what they're what they're capable of I'm doing. Sorry, and you're I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. You're watching this. Jake Jake Munya, Jake Munya, Jake Munya. If you look at United's United's um squad players on paper at least. Let's not talk about F1, but just on paper at least. No, 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 no. Are you gonna are you gonna be calm? Are you gonna be calm with them? No, 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 no. Are you gonna be calm with fuck it? Okay, just players what that they have in their squad then. Are you gonna be calm with them reaching top four? I'm not. I'm at him. I think my logic on this is I saw someone taking the piss out of United before it was 2019 and it was um, them imitating the pundits and they always do this and it was fucking spot on is where they go but this is Manchester United we're talking about Manchester United the one of the biggest clubs in the world but it's Manchester United you see what I mean where they just constantly focus on it's man. They're not. They're not. They're not. What they're not looking at what we're actually seeing on yeah. the pitch because football's played on the pitch. It's not played on paper. It's played on what you see. So if you guys genuinely critically analyze them and think, yes, this side even add three players, four players in the summer, and you think they can out like turn a what a 20, 25 point swing. Come I on, think, bros. I think I will agree with you if they if they move like this for another two seasons. Then I'll be like, yeah. Why two seasons? You're watching it right now. It's unraveling in Bro, front of you. You're seeing it week in. What my what my per, what my personal it. what my personal opinion is of United, we all know, but what I think their the board's objectives are is different. And that's what I'm talking about. What the board thinks, what they think that they should be doing. That's I, what I'm talking about. When we get into the board though, that's where I don't because the Glazers don't give a shit about winning. They really don't. Yeah, they but do. obviously their director of football came out and said he wants the next manager needs yeah. to hit the ground running, basically. Yeah, and I which think is, which this, is is where, this is where you're both right in the sense that, Drew, you're right in that this is what Manchester United should be aiming for. But Kenner is right in the sense that as soon as you apply logic to the situation, as soon as you look at what this team's doing, then yeah, they are so far mm. gone off the pace. Like it's, a, it's the same with Chelsea to a degree. Like We're off the pace of Liverpool Man City right now. We are. Like, and that's where I got it. Man. Yeah, but 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 yeah, that's that's fair. That's fine. But like you said, Chelsea can give either of those teams a game anytime. Yeah. The games we've 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 drawn against you, man. Every game this season. Yep. Against City as well. You've played or you you've not played the way United has played. It's 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 just pathetic what they what they're doing, man. Yeah. Want to hear it? They are a horrible franchise at the minute. They really, really are. Like, let's like looking at it now. You look at the table. I think Munu, you have to definitely correct me here. But you've got three games in hand in, on United, and you're a point ahead of them for fourth. That's like, right. You have like. Don't get me wrong. The games you've got in hand are difficult. But if you get four points from those games, which I think is entirely reasonable, 
that's a two game advantage with 10 games left. Like that's, that's a big gap to overcome for both teams. So. And, and, and then, just, sorry, just sticking on objectives just for a second, right? We both just watched City. City. Yeah, actually, go on, Ken. I go, I say after. Yeah, we've just watched City versus United, right? Yeah. And we know the objective is to challenge for top four. You've seen what United can put out. For next season, as an example, how many players do you think like they need to overturn to even challenge? So starting from back to front of their best 11, right? Keep off. They fine. need another, another centre back. Another right back. Right back. Left back. Yeah. Then going to midfield. Now uh, we can allow Sean. So that's that's a right back and a centre back. Then you're looking at two central midfielders to screen in front of those. That's four already. Pogba might leave. So you'll have to replace Pogba. That's five. And then what? Can't can't forget that Uber driver. No, no, leave him in. Then you need another striker in reality. Six. That's six first team players to go in in the summer. And then you're saying the, the objective is to challenge. Come on, man. Hey. The objectives on. the objectives for United next season, I, I will stand by it, is to challenge. The objectives for Liverpool and City will be to win the title. It's different. Challenging and actually your objective is to actually go and collect the thing is different. You, you, Liverpool wow. and, and City, Liverpool and City, we're not, we're not, our objective is not to challenge, be there, be, be, be happy that we're there. We're, we're, nah, our objective I, I, is I, to I win do. the thing. Now nah, I'd argue we're, we're in between us personally. Us personally, we're nah. challenged slash winning it because if we challenge Bro. and we're like, for example, sorry, like look at look at look at our look at our players, look at look at our players and what they say, bro. Look at the, the, then, the lack, I, I what agree. they say. No, no, no. I agree, but then look at City's players of where if we lose out to City, that's no shame. But if United, so you think United will come at the end of the season and they finish five like five points off, they'll be like, ah, oh, unlucky. Bro, these men don't expect to be like five points off City or Liverpool. Like, it'll be stupid to think like these men genuinely believe they can run us up until May. That's 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 just wild to be. Mm, I hear you, man. It's funny though, because we're talking about transfers, but Bro, if these ones got like an unlimited bank account, because fam, when they, they do, man. Was it a billion, love? Nah, that is one point one point two billion since two two thousand and thirteen. Nah, that's criminal. Yeah, obviously, that manager appointment's big in the summer. Let's be fair, but that club has got to be run better, top to bottom. Like I was reading an article earlier on the differences between United and City. And this is how bad it's got. So you think of United, you think of youth level, right? You remember like the golden generation and shit like that. How they always want to promote youth. Um. Mm. They haven't won an FA Youth Cup in something like 10 years. And the youth team is that bad that Darren Fletcher himself put hit both of his kids in City's Academy. Yeah. I, <laughs> but I, I, swear, I, I swear City, are, um, sorry, United are even in cut one. Do you know they, they rate um, academies yeah. by categories? I don't think United are even cut one now. They play like Chef Wednesday and them, man, and don't play in the, the top league. Bro, I, it's peak. Yeah. It's peak. But that sort that's one of the things that you have to point to. It's just that club top to bottom right now is run horrifically. And I think as a United fan, you have to try and see the light that okay, you haven't got Woodward anymore, you've got a director of football, but the steps they're gonna have to take to even get it, it takes time. Time. it takes time and it then, takes in that, money. In that sense, in that sense, I do agree with you, Ken, where what they really should be doing or what really should be the objective is like the Arsenal no, way. We did. Let's, let's no, start from even scratch. What we did. No, even what we did. This is why I keep saying. I, 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 let's I've start seen from us do it. I've seen us do it. I've seen us build from the gutter of where we had like Nathaniel Klein, Lucas Leiva, Alberto. We had trash in our team and we just slowly yes. built. Bro, I've seen us do it. Yeah. Mama do Saka. But, but them, man, them, man have too, them man have too much pride, Man United, to be doing that. But they should be doing that, to be honest. They should start you again. You should be. You should be. Slowly. Because it's it's peak man like even for me I, I think I'm being fair to United and their players of where I'm giving them time because this this sort of thing rarely happens over time and like I said even with Pep when Pep come in he finished third Pep didn't go in and straight away um, win the title and challenge people thought he could challenge fair but what but actually he didn't blew the back that third. summer though no, he I blew the back that summer third. though exactly and that's Pep Guardiola he spent money and they finished third. So you man are expecting whoever that comes into United to spend money, yes, and then to hit the ground running. It doesn't happen like that in reality, boys. Reality does not work like that. Guide. Mm. 
Yeah, first of all, I just want to apologise to the Varbar listeners. Um, Unfortunately, the United boys had other plans this evening. Um, Would like to have a pod to get their view on their club, but I'm sure we might be having the same discussion the next time they play because they've got Tottenham next, I believe. Um, (laughs) On Saturday night games. That's a big game for fifth, you know. What? (laughs) For that conference. Oh, Thursday night. Yeah. The same. Are you are you sure? Because I'm. Um, certain man told me Jake that we're not in the same boat as them. So, um, I'm boy, more, boy, boy. Yeah. <laughs> rose-colored glasses sure are doing numbers these days. It was actually quite shocking, though. I think Gary never even said it. When United went down to three-one, they just gave up. Like Watford, when we were obviously going to our game, Watford started a bit of fight, but United gave up, man, and. Um, it's really sad to see, but let, let's put some flowers to City, man. Because oh, you know, fantastic! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know who really impressed me today, Rodri. I thought Rodri was fan. He controlled that game. Best DM in the world at the minute, man. He's so so clear at the minute. Like you, you can't you can't beat him to anything. Like airily superb. Like he's got legs. He can play. If you try and press him, he'll move. Oh, he's just masterful to watch. It took him a season to adjust in it in the league. Mm. Mm, then he kicked him, man. Mm. Um, from the get-go, man, City, like we said at the start, this could have been five plus. It could have been done by half time. Um, I remember the second goal I was saying, Foden, what he did there, yeah, was touch. Oh. I know we all saw that one and um nearly scoring one of the goals of the season. However, um do you know who else really impressed me today? And I think like Grealish finally got his it was Grealish, by the way, he, he finally got a start. I'm expecting I'm expecting him to do what 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 Foden did brother for that 100 mil mm. oh man what did he do he was just on the ball a lot that's it detecting play he was I think he was just in control man from the get-go he, that, that left side of um of your, what was it one Basaka? One Basaka, yeah. Yeah, he was struggling, and I know you're saying he should be doing what Foden's doing, but they're two different players, man. And yeah, um, yeah. Now I'm just, I'm just uh, agenda, no, agenda, agenda the thing. But absolutely, because the conversation is still there about Greenish. But as we always know, once that price tag is on someone, it's it's, it's a lot harder. Um, shout out KDB reaching his fiftieth goal. I think it was today. What yeah. then? The fifty first. Nearly got a hat trick, um, a stat that would have been broken for many years. Riyad Maris is quietly having a good season as well, man. I, yeah, I think funny. he's like, yeah, he's been brilliant, man. He's been brilliant, he's been great this season. But today, I didn't know he was playing till like the 40th minute, yeah. Nah, he wasn't, he wasn't really in the game like that. But, um, but yeah, that's why I said this game just take away this game. But he wasn't in the game like that, but he'd still scored like a wonderful goal, you get me? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man. Real, two goals, goals even. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's two goals. Yeah, two wonderful goals. It's so real, man. Shout him, man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, City just doing this their stuff. Obviously, on the Liverpool side of it, we'll, we'll come into you guys. You know, obviously, hoped that they've got points. Um, but this has done wonders for the likes of Arsenal. Um, yeah, cannot sorry, bro. Ever like everyone is fighting their battles, man. They, like. <laughs> Every, you, know, every, you know what's funny about you know what's funny because yeah? obviously Monyo alluded to this here, yeah? but every, like every team apart from like Palace and them man, but every game week is a final, bro. Like I don't know how how Jake sees it because he's kind they're kind of in the middle of doing nothing. They're just safe, <laughs> but for every other team, it's like every week is a final, man. I'm I'm like stressed. Exactly. I watch exactly. my game and then I watch, <laughs> I watch whoever plays City. I'm stressing that game and then it's like, ah, we go again next week. Isn't it? You know, this, this is literally taking me back to what is it, 18-19 of where it's inevitable for both sides. You're like, right, we'll win, but they'll win. And then you swap it around, then they'll win and you're like, fuck. Then you're like, we win. And then, ah, it, oh, it's stressful, man. It's funny because like, what Andy's saying there, I'm looking at fixtures of teams I never used to care about. I'm thinking, I didn't even know Tottenham. <laughs> I didn't know Tottenham and, and, and United were playing for the next weekend. Now I'm making my lips. I'm thinking, yeah, I need a draw in that game. 
Like, bro. it's actually so nuts. Um, We're doing mathematics bro, months I, I, ahead, bro. You know the Premier League, I mean, Kenna, you've had your comments about the Premier League not being as competitive, but I feel like we're kind of getting that back. Obviously, you know, Chelsea were kind of in that top title, that title race. Um, have kind of faded out. However, now you've got obviously City, United, City and um, Liverpool, sorry. And then you've got the best of the rest. So it's actually shaping up to be a really good season. And I'm pretty sure, as we were saying earlier, there's going to be many twists and turns to come, but hey, nah, 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 nah. The, the twist will come in in that top four fight, man. There's there's only one twist with us at the top. There's literally one twist. It's it's gonna be at the Etihad in a month's time. Like, Drew, I'm convinced. Nah, I don't think so. I think, be... I think both teams will win all their games. And it will literally come down to that. Mm. Let's see. Hey, look at yeah, yeah, man. Even, yeah, man. Even for but that relegation battle, you know, from Leeds to Norwich. <laughs> you literally beat me too. I was going to say, look, before we move on to the next games, let's just talk about what's happening on the opposite side of the table because Norwich, I mean, the thing is, I can't rule out Norwich. Um, they are bottom with 17 points. Everton are just outside of it, but they've got like technically three to four games in hand. If yeah. Is. But um, if Norwich was to win their next game, There'll be what 20 points and Leeds. Let's say Leeds were to lose, there'll be three points behind Leeds out of safety. So at the moment, I would say the relegation battle now is um Leeds, Burnley, Watford, and Norwich. Um, obviously, from those that Brentford win yesterday was big, man. Big win for them. Wow. They could kind of slip in. I mean, it's actually so tight. So looking at the table now, um Everton, obviously 22 games in hand, but Burn. Brentford and Newcastle, they've got the most, but kind of out of it, but they could easily creep back in it if other teams below do well. But hey, you know what? We'll, we'll see what happens as time. Uh... Now, nah, Munya, just before we go, shout out Eddie Howman. I think everyone mm. kind of looked at him with side eye, but at the minute, you know, Newcastle, the second most informed team in the league, five out of six wins, man, and, and one draw. That's massive, that man. Absolutely massive. massive. Yeah, you're looking to avoid them. I don't know when we're playing Newcastle because, boy, in the form they're playing right now, it's sticky. Um, let's go over to um, Man City's closest um, competitors in the league, and that's um, the boys from Merseyside Reds. Um, what looked like it was going to be a tough game because I think West Ham, we'll get into West Ham, but yeah, what looked like it was going to be a tough game, you guys saw it off. Was it was it 2 0 or 1 0? I forgot. 1 0, man. 1 0. Sadio Mane, man, with. Um, a good finish and a good ball from um, Trent. Guy, happy with the performance? I mean, you guys are normally scoring goals, but just the one. But you got the three points. Andy, I heard the top. What are you telling me? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's West Ham in it. So West Ham, they've been a difficult team to play against for the past couple of seasons. Um, however, Liverpool under the lights at home, um, we were, you know, we were expecting like at least three goals or something. But, the way we play with our extreme high line, fullback pushed up, um, meaning there's no there's there's no one really particularly cover, covering them. Obviously, placing teams like West Ham's in their hand, where they can just move the ball over the top and use like Antonio and Fornals to uh, uh, to um, yeah run the channels and just run us ragged. And obviously, they they did that a couple of times. Got caught offside a couple of times, but got behind us a couple of times and had really good chances. Um, better chances than us actually I think um, in the game uh, so I think overall if we if we were to look at it we kind of got away with it West Ham probably deserved the draw um, but at the same time the 1-0 is also good value on our side because yeah we, we we just we were the more positive team I guess uh, but yeah shout out West Ham they were without Declan Rice um, and yeah they tried it let me, let me say that they tried it they tried it but we got the win at the end that's all they can do, I guess. And like I said, um, it could be 1-0, it could be 2-1, as long as you guys get the three points. And the results that you needed, because as Ken was saying there, it's, you, you expect you, yourselves, and Man City to win every game now to end the season to you guys meet. So it's all about not dropping books. <laughs> Jake, I think you said it in the chat and you best described it with like a, with a thrown up face emoji. <laughs> Lanzini's miss. If he scores that, mm. it's 1-1. And, you know, they could get another goal. Or you guys would just see it as a draw. That could have been a big miss, but that was very, very bad from from a West Ham perspective. What are we saying about West Ham though? Before before we move on, but like, are they doing their their their, their yearly thing of when yeah we've been we've been up there 
and then come to the end of the season, we're gonna like fade away. Yeah, I mean they their squad is just so it's like it's built for a Premier League. It's not built for European nights as well. Like you think Antonio started the season off on absolute fire, but he's their only striker, so he's playing ninety minutes twice a week without really any respite. And like he's showing it, he's looking groggy. Declan Rice isn't in there today. Showed quite a difference, like with Suchek just having to cover a lot more ground. Um, yeah, like I, West Ham have done well. I thought they were going to fall away massively, and to keep themselves, they looks like they'll probably get a European spot again, despite uh, despite having a decent run in the Europa League. I mean, they're about to play Sevilla this week, like so they've done well. I think they should be happy with themselves. Like at the end of the day, they've fallen away, but. They are trying to improve. They're trying to make these big signs. Like you think they hold on to Rice in January. They Moy said he made three record-breaking bids for strikers. They all got rejected. Like it'll be a big summer for them. I think it's it's a big summer for everyone. You could argue, but like they need to get a lot more players in to show that ambition because they could become a Leicester in the sense that they're just going to plateau. They aren't going to get as high as Leicester were where they were challenging for that top four, but it's eventually going to get to the point where they get keep getting fifth, sixth, whatever. And it's like, are you going to break through or are you just going to fall away? And without that massive investment or keeping on to their players or both, really, that's it will eventually happen. That's actually a good point. I think what, yeah. what you said was really important about that next step because... The teams, obviously, the traditional top four slash top six, whatever, we've got the infrastructure. We know how to compete. Um, but, for, yeah, for teams like West Ham, they're not used to being in these positions. And perfect example of Antonio, he's probably burnt out because they, they don't expect to play this, this many games. Traveling. One goal in nine Premier League games. Bro, remember the, the, the thing, with, the thing is with out. Antonio as well is here, like, technically, he's not brilliant. It's, it, just technique is non-existent in his game. Yeah. And I think, like, at the top level, to be, like, 30-30, this, this pace and power type of striker that, that he is, it, for the long run, it, it's not going to click, man. They need, like, a... like a Probably that Southampton guy, like that Breuer, where you have, like, pace and power, but also technique of, you know, where, where, where they can play in tight spaces, um, you know, play as a second striker, things like that. But Antonio is not like that, man. He just hooves the ball and just runs behind and it's just dead. And it's, it's kind of what you, you'd have thought, as Jake was saying, that they need another striker. But they probably made themselves more attractive um, to potential players with how they've been playing. Um, and obviously now being not so constantly in Europe, but they could have that presence now in Europe, like your Leicester. Mm. Yeah. Um, who is just a perfect example. Like, Want to win the league, you think they'll push on, but it's obviously another case of a Blackburn. Um, although Blackburn was a bit was a bit um, different. Um, but before, obviously, we're just talking about both teams. Let's go back to Liverpool because I don't feel like we've touched enough on them. Um, Kenna, your clubs. Andy had a little monologue there. Were you happy with the, with the performance? Um, I, I think I was, man, because West Ham were tough when we played them. Um at their ground they worked us man they, they created significantly they us, much yeah they beat us 3-2 I think it was um, and they created loads of chances but I think I agree with Andy of where they tried it is probably the perfect example but I think for me we, we managed to win without in reality Salah and Mane playing well but <sighs> Jake we're, we're, you're, you're probably next yeah but we're going to keep on going with this right back wars man because my Donny dropped a masterclass at Anfield, but then your boy went and dropped a masterclass as well uh, <laughs> at Burnley. So he was actually super peaked because I was like, yo, no one screams anything. When, when Trent drops a masterclass, it's, it stays pim. The group chat is empty and no one says a damn thing. But then, whatever, um, earlier on in the day, James dropped a masterclass, man. So now nah, shout out Trent, man. He was brilliant offensively um, and obviously attacking just yeah, he was a, bro, he was our uh, best player, man. Defen- bro, defensively, a playmaker from right back. Yeah, a playmaker from right back, and then yeah, what people are saying, oh, he needs to get better defensively. Blah 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 blah. Like he does that reg for me anyway. Like I say, he puts up those type of performances of where he doesn't get beat. He's solid, and then does his bit going forward. But yeah, man, absolute class. Like both of our fullbacks, man. Like 
totally impressive. Um, another clean sheet. That's severely understated. Of despite us, I think we we give away more chances than City definitely, and probably Chelsea. But our clean sheet record, it's um, only second best to to City. So, yeah, brilliant, man. Um, we move on. It's funny what you say about the Trent one because that's very true, man. Because <laughs> without gassing you too much, when he does a masterclass, it's like it's normal. It's it's, it's normal level. Right? you can't get too gassed about it because it's normal level. Let me let me tell you what it is, yeah, Monya. Like you're pretty, you're you're a pretty neutral guy. You're not too too much of the agenda. Come on, man. Like you know. the 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 thing with the thing with Trent is here, yeah, like people hate to see it, especially like rival fans with, with what Trent is doing and with what he's been doing. From the beginning, and this is this stems from like the the season where we reached the Champions League final, where we lost to Real Madrid. This stems from, uh, uh, this stems from that period, and Trent has been putting up numbers, putting up performances from time to time to time to time. The re- the reason why I'm saying that this trend hate is an agenda thing. It's like every probably 15 games we hear Wahala about Trent. He performs well for 14 games. That one game he doesn't perform is the 15th game. Another another 20 games goes past. Nothing. The 20... It doesn't make sense. Monia, do you know know what's funny? I don't know if you guys have seen it outside of the, uh, the Liverpool Twitter sphere. He's got 16 assists in 32 games this season. One in Bro, two what he's doing is not normal, you know. One in two. Bro, one in two. No, and the thing I is, defending what... as well, he's calm. He's not the best. I, I agree. He's not the best. He's not brilliant. Well, he's he top can four. definitely he's improve. Like top, he's like top four for me, in my opinion, anyway. He's top four right back defensively of where you're not. he, he doesn't lose you points. But offensively, that's, that's his role. And I don't know if you, man, um, listened to Bilic after the game yesterday. And, and he sums it up perfectly of what I see, of especially both Robertson and Trent, of where he goes. Like what they're doing is not normal because they're expected to create, they're expected to win the ball up high. And the way Klopp sets us up, in essence, there we have Van Dijk and then Matip slash Konate and Fabinho in front. So they're expected to go forward, hit the touchline, cross it in, then get back and then keep doing it back and forth, back and forth. Whilst to, to me anyway, the, the next best set of fullbacks and probably in the world right now, are Chilwell and James, they play a back three with Jorginho and Kante in front of it, of where they do get back and forth, fair dues, but they're significantly less exposed, of where fires are put out early doors or they're screened out by the back three and those two in front of them. So the if you critically analyse it again, of where what they're doing, man, it's it honestly, like it's you've got to give them props of being able to put up... Um, Robbo's about to put up, I think, 15 assists this season as well from left-back. So both of our fullbacks are putting up 30-plus, probably maybe even get to 40 from fullback, and they have to get back, defend, and play that ridiculously high. It's it's crazy for me, man. Absolute props to them. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing. Like People forget that they're actually defenders. That's their job. But then when they put enough... Even sometimes they get a goal here and then. But when they're just creating assists, it's just mental. Bro, we, 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 we but what they're doing, they're doing, they're doing that in a back four, my G. Bro, it's people crazy. Don't deep. It's, it's in a cra- back four. It's the, and they're in the 16, brother. Bro. And, and they and come it, and back it, to defend 90 minutes, up and down, up and down, bro. Come on, man. Mad. If they were more, let's say, reserved or didn't allow for us to take risks, would be a worse side. Like, I know people will laugh less, especially Trent of where he doesn't get back because he's just burst up 60 yards and then he's expected to tackle. Let's say something breaks down and then you expect him to sprint back another 60. If, if you were saying, okay, let's let's look after Trent and let's uh, maybe he shouldn't go forward, Liverpool will be a worse side. We'll be worse off in that way. So, yeah. Shout out my guy, man. You know, I was thinking as well, I mean, this is obviously still with Liverpool, but off the defenders. <laughs> I want to ask Andy and Keno, like, what's it like knowing every week your team's going to win? Like, I know Arsenal in a good run, yeah? Like, we, 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 yeah, we're you're winning too, bro. You know what it all feels like. I was just thinking <laughs> it yesterday, after you man won, I'm thinking, oh, these will actually win week in and week out. Like, do you know how... I, do I you know me and Drew pop up to each other and we're like, yo, we need a three-piece today. That's what we pop up in, in DMs, oh, man. Yeah, now you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> Now you're deciding how many goals you want to win by. That's fine. 
Ugh, it, it must be nice. But you're doing what you're doing, isn't it? You go, all you can do, and I think we've been saying this in the past, um, I think even last week, it's in your hands, um, the Premier League. Obviously, applying pressure to Man City will help. But ultimately, yeah, that game at Etihad is going to be mental. And yeah, you guys just got to do whatever you can do to rattle some feathers at the City camp. But yeah, look, watch your space because it's going to be interesting running. And, and I'm looking forward to it as neutral as you know, Andy. But obviously, keeping an eye on my team. If you might got to play Chelsea or like, because I think we're talking about the games left to go in for City, the, the big game. Yeah, got we've, we've got a harder running than them. We've got a lot more of the top eight to play them so I think we've played our games against Chelsea yeah we threw both of them yeah so yeah. we've got Arsenal we've got United still to come at Anfield we've, we've got, got Southampton Spurs at Anfield as yeah. well Spurs at Anfield as well yeah yeah if you man win those games yeah not gonna lie you probably do deserve I mean yeah it, it, you whoever run. wins the league has deserved it man yeah. That's, that's it. That's exactly. It. I can't say, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. nah, the thing is, Monia, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think, I'm gonna think about that game against Brighton at home where we were two 0 up and we gave it away. There's been games earlier this season where we've bottled it, you know. So, yeah, we can only look at ourselves in the end. Mm, facts. Kenneth, what are we gonna add there? No, I was just gonna say, Drew, I dare uh, Stevie to take something off us, man. We gotta go to their <laughs> place. I he needs to free it, man. <laughs> That's actually gonna be funny. Um, what are they playing for Aston Villa? Nothing in it. Nothing. Yeah, Top man. Half, come bro. on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> That's that. That's exactly it, Andy. Once you go from nine to like thirteen or fourteen, like position nine to um, fourteen, bro. They they are hold, on holiday, Vibes. bro. Right, no, 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 but but that but that but that chart will tell you, yeah. Uh, you, you got a windows, they're playing for nothing, innit? That chart, <laughs> criminal, bro, criminal. Oh, uh, yeah, some people need to be made accountable of their crimes, but yeah, <laughs> one day, man. Uh, anyways, moving over, like I was saying, uh, another team that's getting some W's that I've not been used to for a while, Avagunas. Um, yeah, like Arsenal. Been picking up results, and Andy, I'm, I'm going to go back to you on that point. And um, when you mentioned um, about the Brighton game, um, I, actually, no, I'll say it later on because I want to go and touch a game that we dropped city points, which could um, cause an issue for us if we don't make top four. But, anyways, we're getting a good formal run now. Um, coming back off that big win against Wolves, um, we've come now to play Watford away, a team that held United, um, a team that's in transition again, another manager, Roy, um, come to try to save them. And it wasn't always going to be an easy game, I feel. I think regardless, there's something about Arsenal-Watford. Um, it's, it's, it's not it's not like a London derby, but also we ever knows we, sh- we literally, our training grounds are next, door, are next to each other. So there's a close relationship there. Um, we got a freaking great goal. Oh, actually, you know what? All, I don't know if you guys saw the game. All five goals we're actually good. Of course, man. Yeah. yeah. Really good. Absolutely. Good soccer played from Arsenal um, for our goals, not going to lie. Um, it's actually, <laughs> as Kenneth says, for some teams, do you enjoy watching your team? I actually enjoyed watching us play today. It was really good. But also, when you look at it, we also did concede two goals. One of them was world-class. You're not saving that. Um, however, more, more importantly, we've got the job done. We were 3-1 at one point. Watford should have really scored earlier on to make it 3-2, but this made it 3-2 with about five minutes to go. So it was like squeaky bum time for the Arsenal fans um, and Arsenal players. And do you know what I thought as well? If this was previous Arsenal, yeah, Watford have now scored, what, it, it, they scored in the 85th minute and did one more goal to equalise. I'm telling you now, we'd have left <laughs> either with one point or, or, or zero points. Because the bottle that Arsenal used to have, yeah, it, 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 it was just... So what are you telling me? You man got character now, yeah? Absolutely, Andy. Absolutely. No, I, I really do because there's been games where we've we've dug it out and in the past I, I don't know what the game it was, but I said I said in the past this is Arsenal where 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 we're either losing. For example, Wolves um scoring in the last minute. I literally cannot remember the last time I have seen a last minute goal in the Emirates. It's been that long. And um yeah, I would say we're getting some character and I'm gonna have to say it, I'm gonna have to give some credit to Arteta. Um, mm. As you guys know, I've been mixed. I've had mixed feelings about Arteta. Um, 
In hindsight, yeah, let me talk. Let, uh, sorry, Munya, let no, me no, talk go, about go, your go, manager. Go for, it, go for it. In hindsight, yeah, like <clears throat> I know, you know, some people they don't look at the cups and where uh, Tear, but even if Arteta was to step, step, step down today, or whatever, at least he's won an FA Cup with Arsenal at the very least, isn't it? And now it's looking like he's in pole position to reach to top, reach top four this season. And if he gets top four, it would be a great, great achievement. But all things considered, it would be a great achievement for him. Um, even the way, by the way, you play, you actually have a playing style. It, it's not gong ho. It's not like what are these people doing? It's not. Um, yeah, you, you you see the you see the patterns of play in Arsenal's game now. I think Arteta, you know, like he could be. He, he's a he's a good manager. Let me put him that way. He's a good manager. I think. I don't think he's a poor manager. I don't think he's lucky. Or whatever. I think he's just a good manager and. With Arsenal, you can definitely kick on to the next level. But I think with Arsenal, it's more of like the players. Are they going to buy into his things and all that? Which they slowly you know, the are. The thing is, I, I, don't think he's good. A good, I don't think he's a good manager. I think he's a good coach, if that makes sense. Just oh, the coach. Of coach, yeah. Good coach, yeah. Yeah, because the way he manages players, it's a bit it's a bit booky. And you've seen that. Nah, but the I like that as well. Because he's, he's, nah. he's, getting rid of, he's getting rid of the... But there's ways <laughs> to do it, in my opinion. The bad apples, man. But there's better ways to do it, in my opinion. But yeah, as a coach, Munya, I'll run you that money, man. If 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 Arsenal manage to make it, yeah, I'll run but you Kenna. that money come May. But can but can you say this? You can you say there's ways to do it, yeah. Like I get that, like, but sometimes you just have to be ruthless, man. And Arteta appears to me to be like a very ruthless leader, and that he is the man in charge. So no, even Aubameyang with with his with the great career that he's had and experience that he's had and. The guy that's actually been at Arsenal before Arteta, he's still making the decision of getting him out of here. He's yeah. you're not bigger than a no, club. No, no, no. He rules with an iron like, fist, and it's needed. That's the thing. No, no, no. Ruling with an iron fist is all well and good, but you have to win and you have to get results. So he's getting results at the minute. So you can say with chess, go okay, he's doing, he's doing well. But when Arsenal were uh, like seventh chasing and then he was leaving him out, et cetera, et cetera, that's when the critics come in. But yeah, it's a results business, man, and he's doing the job right exactly. now. Exactly. Yeah. See what Andy's saying, Kenna, it's work though, because at the time he was running it still. He didn't he didn't he didn't crumble with the critics. And I actually kind of rate him from that. Like I'm actually having to give him some praise because exactly what Andy said. Because that Unai, Unai was looking finished, didn't it? When <laughs> um yeah, you're right. He's actually the Abamian thing could have gone. I mean, it could still be very early. It could have gone say, south, bro. Um, could, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I still feel, it's still early to say that. Some people may say it could have gone south, but it's still, I feel like it's still early to say that because things are going well for Arsenal now. Things are also going well for Bamiyan. So at the moment, it's good for both parties. However, I did see on Twitter, someone did say it was probably the best thing needed for the club. And I, and, I, and as much as I love the Bamiyan, it hurt me when he left. But <laughs> I'm starting to see that maybe it was the right thing. Because obviously, as a fan, I didn't want him to go. And yeah, Arteta is just making me look at him differently. So yeah, boy, he's doing. He's doing but again, twenty-five games played. We've got eighty. Sorry, um, thirteen more games to go. <sighs> yeah, it, it, Andy, like you said, it would be a big achievement if we get top four. And but you're do you in expect position. it now? You're in so right position. now, right, no, no, hold on, Monia. Let me hold on, hold on, Kenna. So Monia, right now, the position whoa, that whoa, you're whoa, in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but it's not. It's not even like I'm gonna pull you back on it. It's not even one of one of that. But I, I want a bit more confidence in the Arsenal boys' chest, man. Like, is it is it them as well where you're expecting to do this? Because right now, in terms of the league, I'm I can say I'm expecting us to get the job done. We need to go at we we're going to Etihad, and we know exactly what we need to do. Get just get it done. Is that do you have the same feeling as well that Arsenal get it done? Nah, I don't. That's a problem. Because <laughs> as happy as I am with the results, I kind of see what... Okay, look, we did get it through Watford, but still, to concede... All right, one of those should have not conceded. Should have, should have, should have, one of the goals was, was was inevitable. It was a great goal. You can't, you can't, you're not stopping it. But Ben White, again, just lack of concentration when you need to be on it. And now, thank you for bringing that up because it takes me back to my point. Remember how you mentioned about the game that you had, yeah? Mm. Um, the one that you dropped points against Brighton we have that home game against Burnley 
nil nil the little oh yeah and that's gonna pay me it's that kind of arsenal that worries me because andy it's still there you know, this is half the same team that's been what for balls and whatnot. Poison, oh, yeah. Monia, Monia, I, I'll rebuttal that of where Fedu, you are correct. However, compare yourself to your ops. Your ops dropped points at Burnley. Your ops lost at Burnley. Your ops drew up with Watford. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Way better football thing, than your ops. Yeah, and the yeah. same thing is happening with your ops. So you've got the lead now. You've got a six point lead, I think, on United. So come on, man. You, you just got to be better than your ops now. You just match them. That's, That's the I, thing. You don't have to be better than them. You don't have to be better than them. You just have to match them. So, Jake, again, I want to go back to a point that you said, which kind of, you know, got me in my feelings. You mentioned the three games of hand that we had, and you said, if you get four, that's good. I'm sorry, mate. I'm not taking that. Um, for me, minimum, I want to say... Six. That, yeah. I Wait, so who, who are you beating? Are you beating Chelsea then or Liverpool? So because you're beating Spurs. Honestly, that one is confirming it. So we need to know who do you think you're beating? <laughs> yeah, no, the, only funny thing is, the funny thing is, you're right. Well, obviously, well, I think we could get our, our, our hand over Spurs. I don't want to be too cocky and say, oh, nine points because our two games like, with Liverpool and yourselves are at home. And I've well, you've got Chelsea away. They both are both oh, oh, oh. So, so, so you're expecting to be yeah. us then, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, you're yeah. either you're either beating Liverpool on the carpet or you're coming to the bridge and winning. Which one? Bro, four points will be brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. Because because we have Look to at play the table, bro. we have to play Spurs. That's what you gotta remember. We still have to play them as well. They all have to play each other as well. United has to play Spurs as well, still. If you if we're thinking the title race comes down to the Etihad, right? Then you're looking at I'm looking at fourth place, the 23rd of April as it stands right now, Arsenal play United at Arsenal. Could mm. that be a major That's game? Emirates. Yeah, oh sorry. So. And then and then you've got to play um, Spurs as well. So they're the games you should focus on. I, I almost think forget about trying to get points against Chelsea and, and Liverpool. Bro, be your ops. They're six point they're the six pointers yeah. that matter. They're the six pointers, yeah. Facts. 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 But yeah, it's going to be interesting. Anyways, Jake, we've left you last. Um, you guys, we routine victory, really, um, against um, Burnley, 4-0. And as Kenner was alluding there, obviously, Reese James back. Is this Was this his first start since his injury? In the Prem, yeah, his yeah. first start. Um, yeah, like, it was the first half was really boring and shit. Like, nothing really happened. Like, Burnley had one or two opportunities, but that was it. And then the second half, I think we almost realised, like, Oh yeah, we've actually got a right back that can attack. Let's maybe use him immediately. Scored, like just took the piss out of Dwight Dwight McNeil. Um, I want to go back onto the point that Ken was talking about earlier about like the Reese James Trent comparisons. Now I've been very vocal about this, and I will continue to be very vocal about this. That Trent is a better right back. Like I I don't have any illusions over that. It is nice to see Reese doing well, and I think the reason that like, we we said it earlier, the reason why Reese is better games get highlighted is that they're not expected like that's his standards been raised this season whereas Trent's has just proved that he's still fucking brilliant um but yeah like it was it was nice to see Reese playing well Havertz got two which were both fucking tap-ins like Burnley played well for the first time like I said in the second half they just got ripped apart. They they showed why they're in a relegation fight because you think of Burnley, you think of like you think of a solid team, don't you? Like you go to Turf Moor, they're going to play four four two. They're going to restrict all the space. They're going to make it really hard for you to break down, and they'll try and counter you. They had nothing here. They re- like that. They were getting ripped apart left, right, and center. And we weren't even having to do that much. It was literally put it to one side, put it to the other, put it in the box goal. So yeah, like you say, when you're very routine. At the at that second half, haven't seen that in a while. This is how bad we fell off. That was our back-to-back win in the Prem. It's the first time we've done that since October. That's, wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah. What? Uh, it wow. might be back to back to back, but it's definitely a case of like successive wins. That's yeah. the first time we've done it in, in since in 2022. That's 
Cra- that's how bad it's been. Nah, Jake, just, as well, actually. Let, let me, I, I was just going to ask him on, about Kent. something where, Drew, I'm going to need you to pipe in as well. My dog, Havertz, bro, mm. I've been saying the longest. Jake, how long have I been saying this guy is a false nine? The day you, man, free him up as a false nine, it will click. And yeah. look at him, man. Like, he, he actually balled out at Wembley against us. Absolutely balled out. And then hopefully Spot, you just keep giving him a run, man. He's, he's brilliant at the minute. He this is his richest vein of form for us. Like, and it, it every game it just shows more and more that this is the way to go. Like he's so active off the ball, whether it's his pressing or just in movement trying to get in. He's constantly flitting about. He's going in behind. He's dropping short. He's going to the side to create space. He's he's just looking brilliant. Like he's looking natural. Like happy with his football. And you bring up great point there uh, against Hanfield and Carlin, well, Carlin Cup. God, that shows my age. Um, he was really good. We then brought Lukaku and Havertz went to a 10. I didn't hear from him the rest of the game. Like he just, he wasn't there. And it's just showing more and more that whilst he is a versatile player, at nine, he is a beast. He is a f- animal. Like, Overall, his season's been disappointing. You would have hoped he got kicked on, but he's never had, he's just never been able to really truly stay in the same position. We've played in the same position now four games in a row, something like that. And he's been a menace in all of them. Like, yeah, it is. It's looking like Curtis for Lukaku, man. Yeah. Key like, in this Chelsea team. I, it's going to be tough for Tuchel to figure that out, how he's, because I, I keep saying this, it's not as if we're going to be able to sell Lukaku. It looks like Werner's going to go. Like, I think, because mm-hmm. if he doesn't start against Norwich, it would have been 100 days since he started in the Premier League. Like, he's gone. Yeah. He, he will go. If we can get a seller for him, he'll go. Obviously, I don't know if you remember me saying, Jake, when I was at in Werner, and you people were saying, yeah, but Havertz is playing poor as well. And I did say, I could, at least I see something in Havertz that will turn it around, but I'm not seeing, I won't see anything from Werner. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Werner is he's uh, I don't know. I, I, to be honest, I think he doesn't suit Chelsea. But I'm trying to figure out if he actually came to Liverpool, would he have would he have flopped the same way? That's what I'm not sure about. But maybe I don't know. I, I don't. Know I, don't I don't personally think so. I don't personally think. I, I don't think he would have been like as lit as he was at uh, Leipzig. But uh, he's been atrocious at Chelsea, man. Uh, like putting it, considering everything, but. Yeah. yeah, man, you've got a baller and Havertz, man. That's the that's the German golden yeah, boy. With that. The thing is, we yeah. can like, if we can build around Havertz and Mount, like you can build around those front two, and then have if Pulisic wants to kick on and stay fit because that's his biggest thing. If he can stay fit, then brilliant. If Hudson Odoi can make that jump, brilliant. Ziyech, I mean, we've seen Ziyech like at his top, he can be a contributor to this team. But whether he is long-term, considering he's already, what, 28, 29? I don't think so. Lukaku, like, he needs to adapt. That's the short Forget it, man. Forget, forget it, man. The thing is, I can't forget it because we spent £97.5 million on him. So we can't. can't (laughs) He needs to figure it out because I've said it earlier, like, either we're going to adapt to him or he's going to have to adapt to us. And we're not adapting to him. Because exactly. <laughs> the pieces that they have right now, like Havertz, Mount, and let's say Pulisic, they are working together really well. Lukaku's going to have to find his role in that. Now, how he does it, I mean, I'm the way I think about it and whether or not it would work is, I don't know if you boys remember, but when Martinez at Everton had Lukaku and he does it with Belgium now, where he plays him on the right. If we do that, maybe just something that's like different because he's a met, like he's brilliant there. Because he's not working mm. as the nine, but if he works off the right and then have a, have Havertz as the ten, who knows? But he needs he needs to find a way to adapt to this team. But Havertz is fucking brilliant. That's that is my the long and short of it. He is a good fucking. Player. If you if you play if you play Lukaku on the right, would that then style for Reese James? <sighs> yes, yes, yes. It would. So nah, <laughs> cut your losses, man. <laughs> losses because Reese James and obviously when Ben Chilwell comes back as well Reese James is actually your most important player and I, I actually wanted to go back to that with the comparisons with Trent and Reese James like I think like overall maybe overall I prefer um, Reese James 
only because Reese James has a lot of composure in the box, which I want Trent to have. I want Trent to add that goal-scoring touch. And every time he does that, Kenna, you can testify to this. He shoots, hits it wide, or he, bro, he, he does a madness basically, zero composure. But Reese James has a killer composure of a strike in the box that I admire, man. It's so sick how he does and, and it. About, and about people not- say that, innit? People say that, like, even in training for England, he's one of the best finishers England have. Brother, bro, he's so sick, bro. That that fit that that two chop against the, in um V Burnley, two chop in the bottom corner, bro. Spun come him. on, man, it, bro. <laughs> it's like even Lukaku doing that, bro. He's sick, hey, and hey. <laughs> Andy, you can't have it all, brother. That's the thing. You can't have. That's it, the bro. thing. You can't have it all, man. You can't have it all. But I think <laughs> um Trent can definitely improve on that side, hundred percent. And this is why, yeah, you know, if people say Reese James is better, I'm not mad at it. But obviously, check the numbers in it, but. Do you remember back in the day, maybe like um, Jake, I think after after he came back from his loan and I was like, James is like the the middle version of Trent and Wan-Bissaka. And I think that's playing out of where he's like really solid defensively, but then offensively, especially like you're saying, goal scoring wise, he's a menace, man. He's an absolute menace. So, oh, ballers, man. I can, even, I can even argue, yeah, Kenna, this is mm. might be an unpopular opinion, but I can even argue that Reese would probably have the same amount of assists as Trent if he was to look for his partners the same amount of times. Reese, once he gets into the final third, he's looking to Lengda, bro. He's not looking for anyone else. So uh, I think if he maybe. was, if he was, he's, he's a, he's he a great cross of the ball, by the way. Bro, he's, he's a, a great, great cross, cross of the ball. ball. Yeah, I agree. So, I agree. We can't really use that in terms of the assist thing with, with like um, Trent, although we like to use it. But I think if, if Reese wanted to, and if, but then if, if like, obviously... But then in the same breath, you'll add that he has more attacking freedom, like I was saying, because he's defensively... Str- like Chelsea are defensively yeah, yeah, yeah. set up to allow him to roam. So you can, you can spin yeah. it both ways. But they're both great right-backs, man. In the end of where, like exactly what you said, I'm not going to argue. Someone prefers James, I'd be like... I yeah, it's Trent's not an argument, better. man. But yeah, but I remember I used to fight man about that that Spider Man <laughs> North. I used to fight man about <laughs> that. That one Bissaka. Oh brother. Remember the fights people used to say, like, oh he can't he, he cannot defend, but oh like you said, Monya, there's people who need to be held to account in a <laughs> jury of court. But, but he's a right back. He should be able to defend. What's that? Hey, 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 hey. If I talk about that tie, yeah. <laughs> if they're not here to defend themselves, please, let's, let's leave them. <laughs> um, but before we um, move from Chelsea, Jake, obviously, what's happening in the world, um, there was a big um, announcement from your club. Um, and it looks like it's progressing on further. Roman will be leaving and letting go of Chelsea. Um, big news. Yeah. Big, big news. Big news. Um, but, uh, before I get on to Roman, I want to speak first about the Chelsea fans are at the Burnley game because I don't know if you boys saw it, but when there was that... They were screaming there, Roman's name in it. When yeah, they were... That, yeah. That was abhorrent. That was a disgusting, disgusting thing to do. Like, don't get me wrong, you can be gutted about Roman leaving. That's absolutely fine. But that's not the time to be chanting his name during a moment of solidarity for a country that hopefully we never have to experience war quite like what they're having to go through right oh, now. Yeah. Wait, wait, so they did, they did like a minute silent and then... They... Not a minute silent, it's like every game, like they were doing like a minute of applause, like oh, okay. solidarity. And during that, the Chelsea fans that were at Burnley were chanting Roman's name. Yeah, there's no, there's no place yeah, for that. Man. Exactly. Yeah. Like that, that needs to be condoned. And fair enough to Tuchel after the game, he said that's not the moment for that. Like that wasn't required, and he came out and he was he was as he's been the whole time during this. He's been brilliantly spoken. Um, in terms of Roman leaving, like people keep asking me, "Are you sad he's gone?" I'm like, no. Like he's he's been a fantastic owner. Like I can't deny that, and our success is a large, large part is down to him. And without him, you would we can't say we would have had the same success. But I supported Chelsea club before he was there, and I'll continue to support him after. Like, he's been a great servant to the club. But at the end of the day, if your money's been linked to war crimes, yeah, yeah, you probably shouldn't be. But, <laughs> yeah, boy. Like, although let's let's hold this to account. 
you can't be having a go at Roman, but not having a go at City's owners and Newcastle's owners, particularly Newcastle's owners who literally sponsor. This, this is what I was saying. Like people are so choosy about what they're saying. It's it's ah, uh, yeah. no, it's good you brought it up, man. It's to be fair, I think the others are worse than than, than Roman because they're directly influencing it. I know Roman's Roman's more indirectly, in my opinion. But yeah, you can't pick and choose shit like this. Exactly. Like, I mean, we had a good laugh about it earlier, kind of, didn't we? Where um, the Guardian reported that the Premier League are going to add a humans, a human rights element to their di- owners and directors test. Like, what? The <laughs> fuck? How is that not already a thing? But yeah, like, I'll be sad he's gone, but not overly sad. Like, it's I support a club, not an owner. I hope the owner is just as dedicated. It sounds as if I can't remember the names, but it's um Todd Burley, who's a part owner of the Dodgers, who. For those that aren't baseball fans, and why would you be? It's a fucking boring sport. Spend <laughs> a shit ton of money, and a Swiss billionaire. And there's apparently one or two others. Uh, it's going to take a while to sort out. I don't think this is going to be a quick sale. I hope Bro, it's big money, man. Talking billions. Yeah, yeah. like man. the fact that Roman was going to for is going to forego one and a half billion pound of debt like that. Well, I was adamant he'd want that, but that is a crazy figure. Imagine giving up a one and a half billion pounds. Like he says, he's going to donate that to the sale to the Ukrainian peace fund, or like to helping yeah, Ukraine. Yeah, the net, the net profit. Yeah. So how, how much did he buy? He bought. How much did he buy Chelsea for? I, I swear like five hundred million. Yeah, it was cheap, in it. Like, so, oh, two and a half billion is going to Ukraine. Then that's what he's saying. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Don't fall for this. I was, I was yeah. listening to another podcast. So basically, they say. They've left it quite hazy because he said net profits, right? But that can be interpreted and brought down in different ways because if if he like uh, what's the right word values the com- the club at two billion or let's say one point seven five billion right now, then the net profit is whatever two hundred and fifty million or whatever the difference is. Do you know what I'm trying to say? He's not saying from he didn't say from the day he bought it and he'll give up everything else. He just said net profits, and in my opinion, net profits is from what it's worth and the difference between that. So if they come in and go, okay, we'll give you whatever, 200, like 200 mil plus from what it's worth, then that's the net profit. Do you know what I'm trying to say? They've the left it hazy. Debt. It's the debt. Like he might be forgiven the debt in the sale, but that net profit is going to include that debt. A hundred Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, but at the end of the day, he says he's going to donate it. Like, Fair enough. Pete, I mean, Amanda Stavely, that was the funniest thing where she said, oh, yeah, it's so sad that Roman's been forced to sell his club because of a possible link. Like, oh, like, I know you're bought off already by the Saudis, but come on. Like, that was so see-through. That was so fucking plastic. Um, But, yeah, I, I hope the owners are dedicated to Chelsea. That's all it is. Like, I, I want to see Stamford redeveloped. Like that would be amazing to see, but that's now apparently going to cost like two billion. That's going to cost more than fucking club probably by the time it gets done. I and I want to see a continued commitment. It's not a case of like spending loads of money without bringing any in. We haven't done that for years now. Like Roman's been dedicated to. And I know it's mostly transfer funds, but you whatever you spend. But Jake, but Jake Bruce Buck and um that woman I keep forgetting yeah. the name Marina. Yeah, they're saying that they're looking to leave as well, isn't it? So, which, yeah, I understand. that is also big yeah, in terms of the structure of your definitely. Club. It'll be a whole new directorship. I, I hope I don't give a fuck about Bruce Buck. Like, he's a dickhead. Like, he was the one who pushed the Super <laughs> League on our part. And, like, I, I hate the secrecy of that. We can discuss the idea another time, but just the whole way they went about it. Like, he was our representative on that front. So, he can fuck mm. off all I care. Like, Marina, I'd love for her to stick around. Like, she's proven she is more than adequate at a directorship and running the football club. But if she doesn't, like, I'd be more sad for her than Roman because she's had a more direct impact recently. Like, and players as well, and incoming yeah, and outgoing. Exactly. Yeah. So, but at the end of the day, it is, it is what it is. It's a part of business. Like, football is a business now. There are new owners, everything. Let's wait and see when it is actually confirmed because a bid could be accepted on Monday and it could still take three months to go through. And by that point, it's what, June, we've already started our summer planning. Mm. Right. As you said there, um, Jake, I think that sums it up really. Football is a business and we just got to keep it moving. But yeah, so obviously, guys, no Spurs play. Well, Spurs are playing tomorrow. 
So we won't be covering Spurs in this episode, but we're going to take it to the bar. Um, who's got a shot for me, Jake? I know after that, you probably want to clear your throat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, my shot is for Reese James. Like, seeing him back, it was it brought me back to last to 2021 when we were actually like we were playing really well and ripping teams apart by going properly wide and he just showed how important he was to his team I saw someone put on social media he's Chelsea's best academy graduate bar Terry which that was a very interesting take that I'm still mulling over because I love Mason Mount and I think he still edges it for me but Reese shows his value to this team and I hope he stays for, for the rest of the season and we hold third and win a trophy I got a shot. Um, one that I thought I wouldn't take so soon, but he's he's yeah, man. I told you, man, he's turned my head a bit and um he's he's got the team playing well. So I'll tell you, I'm gonna take a shot on you, man. Whatever you're doing to the boys in training, it's working. Let's just keep the consistency because that's all we've ever lacked and have a good um end of the season, man. But um I think that's all the shots for today. Um, like I said, four boys from the bar today, United fans are probably stuck in traffic somewhere. It's been a pleasure. Um, as always, guys, thanks for listening. Um, business end of the season is coming up, so make sure your fantasy team's up to scratch. Um, I know Jake was crying about having Saka on his bench. Um, but yeah. I'm now second. I'm gutted. <laughs> oh, 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 mad, mad, mad. I'm, I'm gutted. I'm second. A humble brag, yeah? Wow. Must... <laughs> must, be nice. must be must be nice must be very nice but hey, it's been a pleasure boys um, we'll catch you guys soon see you next week peace peace, peace. <laughs> hey Kyle.